Welcome to Profits Affogato, a podcast all about growing a profitable business that pours over into your life. I'm your host, Sarah Verhayen, online entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two. I'm the owner of Marish Books, where we help small business owners grow their profits by embracing the number side of their business. It's our mission to make business and accounting more human. Whether you consider yourself not a numbers person or you think playing in spreadsheets is a fun time, you're welcome here. So pour a cup of coffee and join me for inspiration, stories, and action steps to create the life of your dreams and a business you love. Welcome back to episode 23. Today, I am talking about the things that affect the price of your bookkeeping. So in this scenario, if you are looking to hire a bookkeeper for your business and you're wondering how to get the, I hesitate to say the lowest price possible, but the best service you can, but you want to maximize your money basically and get everything set up to where you are able to get the base price. So there are a few things that affect how much So when I'm meeting with a a potential client, learning about their business, there are a few things, several things really, that affect the quote that I'm able to give them for monthly bookkeeping services. The first one, and what's probably the biggest one, and I know you've heard me talk about it over and over on the podcast, is if somebody is commingling business and personal expenses into like a bank account that's shared for both business and personal or credit cards that are used for both business and personal, that adds a ton of work and and it adds quite a bit of risk to the business owner too. So by commingling business and personal funds, they can jeopardize the corporate veil, which kind of, in the case of an LLC, separates the liability of the business versus the individual. And again, not a lawyer. I'm trying to not get too deep into this. So, you know, consult a lawyer if you need more information, but there's that's a big reason. Another reason is because It requires a lot of communication between the client and the bookkeeper, which clients are busy. Bookkeepers are busy too. Like We don't want to be bugging you just as much as you don't want to be answering those questions. And if we are not able to tell if something is business or personal, or if we make the wrong assumption, it could lead the client to either not getting advantage of a deduction and therefore paying more tax than they have to, or it could lead them to take a deduction that's actually not a business expense, it was a personal expense, and therefore pay less tax than they were required to. So the system that we need to get set up with clients and that our clients are great at doing is having completely separate bank accounts and credit card accounts and debit account cards all the things PayPal for business and for personal so that we know that anything that we're seeing on our end is for business. And then if say the client was out and forgot their business credit card and they or forgot their personal credit card and only had their business card on them and you know had to pay for something with their business card, it's not as big of a deal when it's only one or two times like a year versus half the transactions a month. So that's the first one is separating business and personal will maximize your value there. The second one is how many bank accounts there are. Even if there's not a whole lot of activity, like let's say there's only, I don't know, 10 transactions a month or something. But if somebody has 10 bank accounts, 
those are still 10 different accounts that we need to get statements for. We need to reconcile and make sure that the balance in the accounting software matches the balance in the bank account to make sure that everything is captured. It, it is time consuming when there are multiple bank accounts. And for clients who like to follow a profit first kind of methodology, we do have some good systems for that where it is a little bit easier on us as the bookkeeper, but the client still gets that separation of all those different bank accounts for things like profit, operating expenses, taxes, things like that. And then the same thing, if a client has 10 credit cards, regardless of how much activity is in there, having 10 of them makes it very tedious to reconcile them all. And number three is, I'm going to say the complexity of the business. And a lot of times this can be drilled down into saying the industry that they're in. So service-based industries tend to be a little bit more straightforward than others versus e-commerce obviously will have a lot more work. Anything retail or e-commerce is going to have a lot more volume probably. And that's something that we have to take into account too is how many transactions are there is going to affect how long it takes to do the bookkeeping. Other things are the type of entity and how many members of the entity. So a sole proprietorship or single member LLC is going to take less time and complexity than a partnership with 25 partners or a corporation with three partners. Things like payroll and sales tax obviously are kind of additions onto the basic bookkeeping service. And coming back to the type of industry, if you do have a kind of, I want to say more difficult for bookkeeping wise industry, I would absolutely look for a bookkeeper who specializes in that industry. If I owned a restaurant or a bakery, and that's what I did every day, and I needed a bookkeeper, I wouldn't just find anybody who does bookkeeping. I would find somebody who does restaurants or bakeries or whatever I have and specializes in them because not only am I going to get better service with that, but also they know exactly what they're doing. They see this every single day. So they're going to be super, super fast and efficient at it. And therefore they would be able to probably honestly charge less than somebody else who is going to have to do a lot of research for it. Like if I was to take a restaurant, which I don't, or an industry that I am unfamiliar with, and I, for some reason, I'll, you know, decided to take on that big project, it would require a lot of time on me and my team to make sure that we are doing everything by the books, quote unquote, accurately. And there, there's, you don't have those efficiencies built in until you specialize in something. And we don't necessarily specialize in one industry, but we have a handful that we, that we do. So these were just some very level, high level tips for how to maximize your value when you're hiring a bookkeeper and making sure that you're not paying more that you need to pay. So number one to recap was separating business and personal funds into separate bank accounts, credit cards, PayPal account, all the things. Number two is the number of bank accounts and credit cards. Number three is the complexity of the business. And the tip with that one is if you are in a more complicated or more high volume business to look for a bookkeeper who specializes in your industry. So if after listening to this episode, you're like, hmm, I wonder what my business would be quoted at for bookkeeping services. And you're curious, fill out the form in 
And so if after listening to this episode, you're curious and like, hmm, I wonder what my business would be quoted at for bookkeeping services, feel free to check out the link in the show notes to fill out the form that will send an email to me and all about information all about your business to get the conversation started. And we can go from there and see how we can support you best. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Profits Affogato podcast. For all the links mentioned in the episode, check out the show notes. And as always, I'd love it if you would find me on Instagram at Marish Books, screenshot the episode, and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaway.